With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Josh, what's surprising you these days? Okay, so this was a surprise. I mean, I knew we all kind of thought highly of Deshaun Elliott, but I don't think that I realized how good he was. I mean, he's 26 years old. They signed him for a one-year deal worth $1.77 million. Um, So, you know, we're, we're going to talk about this, you know, for the entire season, the entire offseason, all these different pieces they got to sign. But, I mean, coming into the year, I thought David Long was going to be the big difference maker on that defense, and it has absolutely been Deshaun Elliott. I mean, we saw how bad that defense looked against the um, Bills when he was out of the lineup. They asked Brandon Jones to do some of the things that he was doing, um, and he just could not do it because – I don't know about you, but I always thought Brandon Jones was better box safety, more of a strong safety type mm-hmm. that really can't cover that well. That's kind of complete opposite of what Deshaun Elliott does. He can cover well. He can drop down the box and do those things. But um, they have him playing back more and have Holland coming down in the box and doing those things. So, um, again, I could not believe how much different this defense looked without him, how much better it looked last week. You saw him come down, uh, make some stops in the run game, do just all over the field, and he allows that versatility. They allow Javon Holland to come down the box and do some of those things, which has him rated as the number one safety by pro football focus um i was looking it up and um deshaun elliott's 18th out of 86 safety so he's playing his best football um 76.8 defense grade 78.8 run grade and a 73.9 tackle grade um i have down that him and javon holland are peanut butter and jelly and yeah man i'm just surprised at how good he is i I mean i knew he was a decent player what's that who's peanut butter who's jelly let me hear this was it crunchy peanut butter or is it smooth Well, which is better? Which do you prefer? The peanut butter is better, right? Well, I'm a jelly the pe- guy. The, the peanut butter is more of a stabilizing presence where the jelly well, is has like to the pizzazz. Then it has to be Holland. Then. Okay. I think, I think, I think Holland's the peanut butter. I agree. Okay. Yeah. He, he's the peanut butter. But again, I just, um, you know, we, we knew he was a solid player. I just didn't think he was going to supplant Brandon Jones and just, you know, again, look like a difference maker out there. So I want to give Deshaun Elliott his flowers. Um, that's my little rant. Well, and another thing to consider with Deshaun Elliott, he missed a game this year, and that game happened to be against the Buffalo Bills, and you saw that defense just 
fall to pieces when he wasn't out there. And it wasn't just that they got lit up through the air, which definitely did happen, but the communication was an issue and, and guys weren't in the right spots. And, and, and there was a lot of blown coverages and, and, and misalignments and things like that. And it felt like that could be directly attributed to Deshaun Elliott, not being on the field. So yeah, he, he's a, a big contributor in that defense as far as what, what he does, you know, during the plays and the plays that he makes, but he's also, at least it seems that he is kind of the glue that holds it all together, at least on that back end, you know, um, when he missed, when he missed that game against the bills, there's too much confusion in the secondary is basically what I'm getting at. And hopefully fingers crossed, he stays healthy through the rest of the season. And we don't have to deal with that again. Cause that was a mess. I'm surprised neither of you went the route of, you know, we all thought it'd be a Texas safety, but no one thought it'd be Elliott type of thing because he actually was also a member of the Texas Longhorns, just like Brandon Jones was. Guys, serious question here. Would you rather allow a one-yard reception that was a touchdown or a 38-yard reception? That's not a touchdown? Yeah, it's he did get that. I did say that touchdown was for one yard. I, probably the one-yard – I don't know. We won, we won the game, right? So the one-yard touchdown really didn't matter. <laughs> All I ask is because Deshaun Elliott has been targeted seven times in tar uh, coverage this year. He's only allowed two receptions, a 38-yard completion in week three, and then, yeah, the one-yard touchdown in week one. So I think that's a big surprise in it, too. We kind of thought Javon Holland would be that uh, coverage guy, the guy all over the place. But, I mean, Deshaun Elliott is, is stepped right in, and he's taken leadership of that secondary. And it's been such an impressive feat to watch. You know, you look at his missed tackles. He only has three on the season compared to 19 tackles. Um, a solid coverage grade, especially week three against Denver. But, I mean, we could have looked pretty solid against Denver. Uh, guys, one of my favorite things to do during the offseason is really try to identify paths for people to you know, earn playing time and, and get in, get on the right side here. How does Brandon Jones do that, considering that Deshaun Elliott? I mean, Merrick, you mentioned it, how different the defense looks with him on and off the field. I mean, that's not something you can ignore. Yeah, Brandon Jones, I just never felt like he was a big fit for the Fangio-style defense. Um, also, he's just hasn't been healthy. He's trying to come back from that ACL. It takes you a little bit of time to, to, to get there, but I think he has to be used more in that blitzing role, that thumper role. He's got to be down in the box. He's got to, he's got to play closer to the line of scrimmage because his coverage just has never really been a strong suit for him. Uh, and certainly was not a strong suit uh, this season when he saw more playing time, against the Buffalo Bills when Deshaun Elliott was out. So I think if you're going to most effectively use somebody like Brandon Jones, you got to get him closer to the line of scrimmage. And then at that point, you're, you know, then you might be showing the offense what you're doing, right? Brandon Jones mm -hmm. hasn't been out there at all. Now he's in the game. Oh, this dude's coming off the edge. So um, I don't know. I, I would like to see Vic Fangio figure it out. I mean, kind of the same thing we said about uh, Mike Gesicki last year. You know, Mike McDaniel's an offensive mastermind. Figure out a way to use him. And um, I'm not sure that necessarily happens. But Brandon Jones coming back from that severe injury, obviously, again, being outplayed by Deshaun Elliott, who just looks better in that situation. I mean, he's only – been in the box 38 times. He's been back at free safety 208 and then 24 in the slot. And uh, Holland's numbers are way up in the box. So, I mean, who would you rather have up there in the box at this point? Brandon Jones or Javon Holland? I mean, Javon Holland's, you know, the clear-cut guy there. But you do want to find a way. We kept hearing about three safeties, this, that, and the other thing. Find a way to utilize Brandon Jones' skill set. But um, like we've all said, that Buffalo Bills game, you could definitely see that Elliott wasn't in the game. And I think that's when I finally realized, hell of a signing. We need to find a way to re-sign this dude.
quick. Now that I am unmuted, I will go ahead and say that Brandon Jones allowed two or sacrificed two missed tackles against the Buffalo Bills. He missed another tackle against the Denver Broncos. He does have a decent coverage grade of uh, about a 65, according to Pro Football Focus, but overall, defensive grade is 60. His tackling grade is a 28, which if you have a, a any type of stat, anything that resembles a Liam Eikenberg stat, you know you're in trouble here. Guys, something that I brought up, and this might sound a little crazy, but um, there was a guy, it was when the Falcons, they had their Super Bowl run, and then I think, I, I forgot, but they, they were using uh, uh, safeties as linebackers. There, were, there was one line or safety they brought all the way up to play linebacker, and he was a smaller dude, but he fit in just because the way offenses are playing, spreading out the field. I cannot think of the guy's name to save my life, so I hope you guys can help me here. But um, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Can you find a way for Brandon Jones maybe to impact the team at, at linebacker, another situation where the Dolphins are struggling a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's definitely room for him to do that once he gets fully healthy. And, you know, maybe it's just one of those things where Fangio is still kind of seeing where these guys fit best. He admitted himself, Fangio did, that he did not watch tape on these guys, which I don't know if I believe that because that seems irresponsible, <laughs> like if you're asking me. But, uh, you know, if that's true and he didn't watch tape on these guys, then he can only go by what he's seeing in practice, what he saw in training camp and what he's seen in these games so far. And maybe it just took, you know, five regular season games or, or four regular season games going back to the, that Bills game for him to realize, hey, maybe Brandon Jones is best in the box and maybe I should move him closer to the line of scrimmage. So we'll, we'll see what happens on that front as the season progresses. But thankfully you have a guy like Deshaun Elliott on this team who's picking up, you know, Jones's slack and, and he's really excelling in his role. I was thinking of um, Deion Jones was the player I was yes. thinking of. They're both, go. they're both six one, but the difference is Deion Jones weighs about 30 more pounds than Brandon Jones. So that'd be kind of uh I don't know if it'd work out just as well having him kind of come in the box, especially I, I look back to what Cater Kohu kind of struggled with last year when they used him in the slot. He'd get washed out sometimes in the run game, and that's kind of the issue, Josh. You brought it up perfectly. You wonder if you try to do anything, you know, play to these guys' strengths. Well, Brandon Jones is on the field. He's going to be running straight at your face. Otherwise, I mean, what else is he doing out there? So we're hoping – praying that Vic Vangio is still figuring out a few things because I've always been a huge Brandon Jones fan. I'd love for him to come in, even if he's not that full-time playmaker. I think even when Jalen Phillips comes back, why can't, you know, Brandon Jones be like Andrew Van Ginkle was last year, right? You, you, He's not always on the field, but your eyes instantly go to him when he's on the field because you know there's going to be some sort of havoc. That's that's my positive spin and hope for Brandon Jones. But yeah, I really like the Deshaun Elliott pick when we were talking all throughout the offseason about free agent signings. I mean, we got to do a better job at just saying, hey, we know nothing. Let's, let's talk about these guys who uh, might end up being something. 